ask me how the how important the Second Amendment is, well, it's the one that protects all the other rights. And what people don't understand is the Second Amendment isn't given to us by our government. It was given to us because we're creatures of God. It was given to us by our Maker. Today, the judicial proceedings, the JPR committee is going to be um, holding its gun day, so they're going to be having hearings on gun bills today. Unfortunately, there are a number of bills have been put in in the name of improving public safety, targeting lawful gun ownership. All of those bills miss the mark. They don't deal with the real problem with public safety and that criminals are using guns to commit crimes. So today is gun day in the Senate, and this is a tradition that the Senate Judicial Proceedings Committee and also the House Judiciary Committee, they will basically batch any of the major gun bills together and schedule them for hearings on one day. And that allows proponents and opponents on these bills to come up and be involved in the process, to come to the hearings and to testify if they so wish. So I'm from Conowingo, Maryland. I'm here to support Second Amendment and do away with the bill that restricts our amendments. From Calvert, I'm here on SB 86, which will ban hunting for anyone under 21. I live on rural property. All my kids hunt, I hunt, and it is wrong to ban hunting for someone who can serve two tours of duty in the military. I'm from Quantico, Maryland. Um, I'm here just to um, observe the protest for one, but also I want to carry to protect my family and just being able to carry at home practically is not where the problem is. I'm from Silver Spring, Maryland, and uh, I definitely think my Second Amendment is just as valuable as any of the other 26th Amendment, and it's my right and my freedom to own a firearm, to carry a firearm, and I'm going to be here to, to represent that. I'm from Frederick, Maryland, and I'm here to defend the Constitution and the Bill of Rights against SB1, which will make it illegal for people that have a handgun permit to carry anywhere in the state of Maryland, which is on its face just wrong. I'm from Southern Maryland. I'm here to hopefully make a difference in trying to fight back these really horrible, terrible, evil, bad bills they're trying to do this year, with SB1 being the, the first one. I'm from Somerset County, Maryland. Uh, we're here trying to rally against these gun laws that are being proposed, being heard in the Judicial Committee in the Senate today. Right now, our lawful gun owners are the one thing in society that's promoting public safety. They're the safest. The statistics prove this. They show this. Um, that Lawful gun ownership is not a bad thing. If they make the effort to come here in person, they are at least given two minutes to share their views. And, and while many people will wait hours and hours, it's really important that uh, your voice is heard on a bill such as Senate Bill 1, and this is the bill that would uh, restrict the right to conceal carry. I'm uh, from South Baltimore. Uh, I'm here in, uh, to fight against the, the number of gun laws we're trying to pass this year that affect us, uh, trying to take our ability to securely uh, protect ourselves and uh, I'd like, you know, try to keep those from moving forward. I'm from Churchville, Maryland and I am here 
to defend my Second Amendment's rights, which Maryland is trying to strip down to the bare bones. I'm from the Shelbyville, Delaware area for residence. My business is in Salisbury, Maryland. I am here to testify against Bill SB1, which has been nicknamed the Can't Carry Anywhere Bill. Uh, I'm here hoping to make a difference as a former and retired law enforcement officer who is from the Baltimore City area, and I've seen firsthand what gun violence can do. However, this bill will not do anything to actually prevent further gun violence from taking place. Do I think it will help? No. The Democrats have been deflecting on the issue and blaming lawful, legal gun owners for the problems in their communities that they refuse to address. It's as important as any of them. Our Bill of Rights on its, on its face, the Bill of Rights is our legal ability to defend ourselves and to uh, give us all our freedoms. And the Democrats want to take that away. All of it. That's called tyranny. Motion Pines, Maryland, and I'm here to protest the new law they're trying to pass. And uh, I want the right to carry a gun anytime. And I don't like the way the country's going right now. And I want to be protected. In a lot of cases like this, the mind's already made up. Um, but I think if enough show up and support it, that it will maybe turn or teeter the the process because of our Second Amendment shouldn't be taken from us. Hopefully they listen to us. I have my doubts, but I think it's going to end up in the Supreme Court again. The votes uh, in support of, of the legislation clearly are with the majority, so we are in the minority. And it's um, unfortunately we have the obligation of proving the case. Um, and so uh, we're going to have to use every effort that we can. Uh, to me, the most important tool is what we have locally. And so uh, not to get lost in what is said and done in Annapolis, but for our citizens in our district uh, to be um, uh, not overreactive, but not to also stand down. Uh, this is a time for gun owners to stand up and speak up and speak clearly. I personally do think that it will help uh, with the members of being here today, and we're just not going to stop. We're going to keep on until we get it. It's a backdoor attempt to ban carry permits without banning them because the Supreme Court said that you have to give them out. So they're trying another approach, which is to make them useless uh, by saying you can't carry at certain places, and the places that are outlined is pretty much everywhere. I think my presence here will help. Um, I've, I've been here doing this for uh, since about 2010, coming down here, and we've had some effect. If nothing else, we've 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 neutered the law some, uh, but we hope we can change more minds this year. I'm hoping that even if we can't sway them, uh, the, the courts will will prove it unconstitutional after you know after it's all said and done. There's a hundred and I believe 120,000 permit holders now. There used to be maybe 20, give or take. I might be wrong on this. So a lot of people really believed in the Second Amendment to go through the classes, to spend the money. And now all Maryland wants to do is, they already have a carry law in process. And now they just want to take it back. They're almost like a child that didn't get their way. And they just want to, strip more from you to make your permit basically useless. I personally think it's fear. I, I think that the, um, they're just so afraid of, of, of the second, uh, second Amendment because of the fact that it's just fear. Uh, 
they're not knowledgeable enough to know about guns and, and how guns are used and all that. And they just listen to the uh, the media, and which you know always represents a lot of negative um, information and stuff. And it's just fear. It's fear. They just don't know enough to understand. So I met with with some of the representatives, and they are you know they're really supportive of us being here. Uh, they're happy we're here. They they tell us that you know without us there's no them. So uh, they're behind us 100%, and, and, and they're glad we're up here uh, fighting for our rights. Shall not infringe. That's the that's the basic one I believe. I remember when I hear the Second Amendment. Don't don't infringe my rights in the Second Amendment. It's my right to bear arms and to be here. So I'm here to hopefully educate and provide information from the standpoint as being a former law enforcement officer who has seen firsthand what gun violence is and how it affects people in the community and how certain laws will not help prevent that. This happens to be one of them in my opinion and I hope to provide that information to not just the folks of the House and the Senate but also to the general public as well. These are not the issues that are driving crime that's out of control going across the country. Somehow we've gotten to a point where there's a discourse where people don't understand that uh, that the problem is not the lawful gun owner, it's the criminals. Right now, if you look at violent offender warrants, how many citizens in Maryland are walking around the streets that are a violent offender that is a warrant out for their arrest? You'll be amazed to find out what that number is. There's some very simple things that can be done to improve public safety. Going after lawful gun owners is the wrong way to try to do that. And the reaction is going to be apparent today because I understand there's um, three or 400 people signed up to testify, and they're not just coming um, to testify. They've got a strong, clear message. So I encourage um, citizens throughout the district and throughout the state uh, to use their other, uh, other constitutional right, that First Amendment right, to speak clearly, um, um, not overreacting. We don't need to attack the other side. But uh, just to be clear that, you know, the gun, a gun in itself, a firearm in itself is not a threat. It's amazing the um, fortitude um, and the dedication that so many people have to set aside their daily lives to come up and spend a day in Annapolis. There's three to 400 witnesses today. The hearings will likely go into the early morning hours. Many of those witnesses are gonna stay to the very end and they're here um, doing their uh, civic duty um, to articulate um, these priorities to the policymakers, who unfortunately I think get wrapped up in politics. This is a political issue uh, for some in Annapolis, but for citizens it is not. I mean, it is a fundamental thing that their ability to, to own a firearm, which is you know protected by the Second Amendment. And I just can't say thank you enough to those that have set aside their time uh, taking day time off of work, our family lives, things like that, to come up and participate in this process because we legislators are only as strong as the people that lift us up. Uh, having them here to testify um, and to support us in in the effort to um, well, unfortunately, oppose these bills because I don't like to be uh, negative about everything, but they, these bills are are going in the wrong direction. To have their support here is just is just priceless uh, to the process. So. A thank you to everyone who has made the time to come up and participate, both in person, online, and even through letters and emails. There's a ton of people signed up to testify this afternoon, which is great. And I do believe it'll help if you get enough people here and you get enough legislators to know that it's people want change. You know, they don't. 
They don't want to go back in time. That's what Maryland's trying to do. This is a major piece of legislation. It would affect uh, my constituents um, across the board. I'm hearing from a lot of constituents um, who are very concerned about this legislation, strongly oppose it, and are basing it on their constitutional right and also the fact it's been declared unconstitutional in other states. And it predates our country. It dates back to the Magna Carta days. So, like, um, the idea or concept that we're given these rights from our elected officials is just backwards. And it's time that they go study something and understand that. Shall not infringe. Shall not be infringed is the most important piece, and that's what they're doing every year, infringing upon the rights that... Uh, and, you know, it's when they get this one, when they finally get this one, what stops them from going after all the others, right? So the Constitution protects your individual rights. Whether this person or that person doesn't like it, that's why the Constitution is there to defend your rights. Whether you use that right or not, you still have that right. That's why we really need to abide by the Constitution. All the amendments are, you know, have to be equal. There's not One doesn't rise above the others. The Second Amendment is just as important as the First, the Fourth, the Fifth, um, and the Twenty-Seventh. Uh, they were codified as such because they are so important. Um, you can't have one without the other. And, and the 2A needs to stand right alongside the 1A in the ability of the people to exercise it. It would also be an opportunity for those who are supporting the legislation to ask them would they also support legislation that would increase the penalties for repeat violent offenders uh, using guns. So it is extremely important to communicate with your representatives because an unheard voice is an unknown voice. If you have concerns about what's going on in the House and the Senate, you very much so need to speak your voice and have your representatives hear you. Being from the eastern shore of Maryland, I can say firsthand our representatives have been very hands-on with our concerns in this bill, and I believe they are many others. So if you have a concern about a bill that's coming up, whether it be something that's Second Amendment related as this one is, or anything else, you should absolutely reach out to your representatives and let them know how you feel. It does nothing to prevent crime. If someone is going to take a gun into somewhere to do something with it, the law is not going to change anything. I think it's very important for a representative to see his constituents out. I don't think a lot of people ever go and really talk to them. I mean, luckily for my county, my legislators are on board. So I want to thank all of my constituents who are making that extra effort to come here in person. And many people left early this morning because I've already seen them walking over to the uh, state house for our session earlier. So they had they probably got up at you know. 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning to be here. They are making every effort to have their voice heard. They will be here for the hearings, and we expect, um, especially SB1, uh, to go several hours, which means you will have people that left early this morning from the shore, traveled all the way up here, will wait all day simply to have their two minutes um, on the record 
um, in opposition. And of course, that would be the same for any of the proponents as well. So people are making the effort. And it's something like this, when it is a fundamental constitutional right, um, they are doing everything they can uh, to oppose this legislation, to have this legislation change. There are probably half the states in this country that are constitutional carry that if you can own it, you can carry it. Um, and more more states every year. Do Would I like to see Maryland that way? Yes, I would. I still do like the uh, aspect of training, though, that you do get some kind of training with it. But um, yes, if it came down to it, I would like to see Maryland a constitutional carry state. And that's another task for the Supreme Court. That'll be coming down the road. So the Second Amendment is super important to everyone's right as a citizen of the United States. Whether you are for or against it, it is no different than the First Amendment or the Fourth Amendment. These amendments were put in place by our founding fathers so that we remain a free society. They're there for a reason. You can't pick and choose and say, oh, I believe that you should still have the First Amendment and the Fourth Amendment and forget about the Second. The Second Amendment is what keeps the Fourth, and amend Fourth Amendment and the First Amendment there for us. The Constitution declares your rights. Whether it's right or wrong, in your opinion, my opinion, the Constitution is what we need to go by. And there is a right to bear arms. And it's, if you don't like it, it is what, I shouldn't say it is what it is, but it's still my right, whether you like it or you don't. What's often confused is many people believe that the Second Amendment is only for a well-maintained militia, and it is not. There's a preamble, an amble, and a context. The preamble is for the right of the free state to maintain a well-regulated militia. The second portion of the Second Amendment is for the individual right to keep and bear arms, not the initial militia. So it is often misinterpreted.